We're back. It's been a couple of weeks, so we're back. Hey, hey we guys. do what we want. We do what we want. It's true. We do what we want. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? So as we as we usually do, we're gonna start the show with a with a segment that we haven't we haven't got a name for it yet. But what we do is very little game. So in this game, one of us, me this time, is gonna sing the melody of an existing song. And the other two have to guess what song it is. And the only rule is that I have to use the words make, it, make, and send. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, cool. Make it, make it, make sense. Make it, make sense. Make it, make sense. I've been waiting my whole hey, life. Hey, to hey, hey. Like you. Hey, hey, like you. So everyone understands why this is a set up, right? So everyone who everyone this is a setup. The fact that you don't know Snow Allegra is a testament to the failure of man in wifing you, Stacy. Okay. How dare someone not wife you? Went that way and then came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was No Allegra. Find someone like you, Stacey. You know the song, right? Sensational. Clearly not. Oh, you don't know the song? No. You did it on purpose, though. You knew I didn't know. Nah, not even. I thought everyone knew. That's a big tune right now. That's a, it's a it's a it's a big tune. A lot of movies are using it in the wrong way, and I, I hate it. But it's a big tune. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, the Lovebirds used it at the yeah, start yeah. end of the song, um, of the film. Horrible. Um, oh, no. not a, the film isn't horrible, but like the mm. use of the song is horrible. They used it in Love Island with um, Michael and what was that, Vaganian? That, 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 that couple. Priscilla. Priscilla. They used it for them when but they went on their Black date. Love. Yeah, but it's no Allegra. It's Black Love on a, on a very fickle TV show. It's, it's just misused. It's a big tune, you know. Fair. I mean, I believe in their love, but that's just me. Oh, well. well <laughs> David got it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he always does with you. But I'm well, not going to say nothing no more. I'm not going to say nothing no more, because it's set up. Apparently, we cheat. You stay cheating, both of you. But it's all I'm right. Same thing. I don't understand the rules for this game. We're on the same team. <laughs> well, we're actually on the same team, but Stacey forces opposition. Yeah. Anyone trying to fight you, Stacey? <laughs> I did this for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you guys always have something to say about mine. That's because yours are dead, though. He said it, not me. You're right. It's okay. Just beat down voice, a black woman like you do. Your, your whoa, voice is like whoa, honey. whoa, and your you face is that. like gold, <laughs> and your smile is the sun. You, Stacey, <laughs> and Roberts are complete. Stacey ever told you guys the hairy thing she just went through? It just got me thinking that I really don't try enough. Mm. You know? I don't <laughs> yeah. do enough, and then yeah. Stacey's just on another level. Stacey's great. Yeah, Stacey makes me want to be a better man. If you, uh, were, if you see the way Stacey's wearing this black hoodie. And I'm also wearing a black hoodie, but my black hoodie is trash compared to hers. Yeah, your black hoodie looks like a bin bag compared to Stacey's black hoodie, which looks like a heavenly cloak descended from angels. And it's just a hoodie. That's how good she wears a hoodie. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
So guys, guys, we're talking about something important, something that uh, pertains to us especially because we are three black individuals trying to get our way into TV and film. And our hope is to tell stories that relate and resonate with people like us and people who we want to get to know us, you know? And what that means is we want to create stuff that says something about the culture or to the culture. And obviously, a big part of our culture is the fact that we have black women and that we love black women and that Come we on. need black women. Okay. In film and TV. But the question that remains on people's lips and tongue is where are the black women in film and mean? TV? Now, 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 I don't want to say that in a, you know, I don't want to come for anyone saying that because I know obviously there's black actors, actresses, you know, we out here and there's stories being told and, you know, black leads in films that were seen and in TV shows that we've seen, but I feel like there was something on Twitter that made me just want to evaluate the depiction of black women in film and TV over the years and to date, just to make sure that we're on the right track. So, mm -hmm. people, initial thoughts. What is the depiction of black women on film and TV? Is it, is it good enough? Is I would it say it's, it's an interesting one because I think, I think there's an obvious level of progress that you could see. If you're paying attention, you can see a level of progress, but it's not enough. Mm. Like it's mm. not, it's not progress where you can go, all right, cool, let's just sit back, you know, it's gonna get better over time. I think it's one of the things that you have to continue to fight to push a certain narrative. But, you know, as a as an avid sitcom lover, like yourself, David, and Stacey- Talk Hickson, about it. Um, you know, you see, <laughs> you see this depiction of black women, which is so like, it's so expected. It's like cue the black woman, where a black yeah, woman yeah. is always in a service role, usually at the, mm. at the reception desk, um, mm. in a service role, with quote-unquote attitude. She doesn't mm. want to help the white protagonist. Like, excuse me. And like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'll get <laughs> to you when I'm ready. <laughs> exactly. And that seems to be something like, that's everywhere. Like, I, I remember seeing it in Big Bang Theory with um, mm. the lady that plays Will Smith's um, mom in in uh, Fresh Prince. Um, I remember seeing yeah. it with her again in Bob Loves Avishola, uh, which, yep. is not, which is recent. Um, you see it in like New Girl, there's an episode when uh -huh. um, there's something about a bank and the lady's at the bank and then she, it's just an odd, a thing. And then mm -hmm. like, it, if you contrast her with like Jess's character, it's like Jess's character is all like happy and upbeat. And then you have this lady that just come here to kill her joy. And it's like, this yeah, is yeah. black women, you know what I'm saying? But it's the, it's the black women that you see constantly. So I would mm. like to say like, yeah, there's, there's obvious progress to be, to be seen, but you know, the depiction mm especially in sitcoms, has always been kind of one way. But then obviously mm -hmm. you have Bob Loves Avishola, we watched that uh, recently, we spoke about it, which is a good step forward in, in, in any respect, mm -hmm. but yeah. Stacey? Um, I think, yeah, I do agree with Phil as well, that we can see there has been progression made with the depiction of black women. Um, it's, it's a difficult question to ask because I don't know what necessarily that, and this is honestly me being just honest, like yeah. I don't necessarily know what I'm 
what's missing except for like but they have done black women superheroes but i mean along those lines probably more action things with black women and it would be nice to see and mm. a bit more mainstream rom-coms have been coming out bit by bit but still i mean not enough black rom-coms in my opinion for me per se um mm. but i don't i i i don't know necessarily what i think is missing but i do think there has been progression made mm, mm. so so looking at what's been done so far like i'm talking specifically about the portrayal of black women in these things are they accurate or are they potentially being harmful to the perception of black women in the regular world in real life are there any because um i was looking this this basically stemmed from something that i saw which i'll get into later about spike lee um having a history of poorly and dangerously perceiving black women in his movies and spike lee to me is someone that i look up to you know he's a black director that's been doing it they called him the malcolm x of movie making and eddie murphy was like the um Martin Luther King they both had their different ways of you know pushing for black narratives in Hollywood and ultimately across the world so me now seeing that his perception of black women in these things has been potentially harmful has made me really question what I've been seeing from these movies I feel like I kind of almost asked two questions in one go so let me reel it back a bit and start with just in the movies or TV shows you have seen are there any black women characters that you can say yo this black woman right here yeah they did that it's just a tough question it's a tough question i know um, impossible right <laughs> yeah cuz like i don't it's, it's i don't like I, I don't see that with like black men or white men or white women or whatever I, like i don't look at them like oh yeah that person did that you just try to look at the performance itself um, mm. But there have been performances. I think is it, if I say I was proud of a, of a performance, would that count? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I say Viola Davis in um, Fences. That was something special. Fences. Mm. I know everyone mm. and ev- everyone gets all hung up about the snot bubble and that, but no, nah, <laughs> it's not bubble. Um, essential, man. <laughs> Taraji P Henson in Hidden Figures. I know like people like to not talk about that film too much because it kind of has it kind of has a white savior thing about yep. it. But like, yeah. if you were to isolate her performance alone, especially mm. coming off the back of being Cookie for like a few years, and everyone just seen her as Cookie from Empire, mm. and she goes and does mm. that, I'm just like, yo, she's something special. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, that's it, kind of. I guess. Just yeah. off my head. <laughs> I um, I. Hmm. So sorry, David. Repeat the question for me again, just so I can answer. So yeah. If off the top of your head you can think of any black women characters or as for said performances that really stuck out to you as a good portrayal of black women in TV and film and ultimately a good depiction in this world. And man, I reeled for a bit. Basically, that, iconic okay. black women characters. No, I hear you. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But um, I think that's a, that is a very interesting question because um, there are different types of black women in the world we're not all the same yeah. we are all different we have our flaws 
and mm. I think I can never exactly say, yeah, she did a black woman well. Like I, mm, I can mm, only mm. speak for her as a human being, because yeah. yeah, like even as black women, we go through our mm. different journeys. We have our different issues. Um, even though there are certain things that we can all agree about in society that you know we see eye to eye about, or like certain issues that we face i think there's different nuances within each characters mm. that are portrayed that i have to decide to appreciate the character for what they are and not necessarily look at it as like that's a black woman sometimes the topics that the characters go through i think would be like oh yeah that's actually you know a bit of an accurate portrayal of um an issue that certain black women might go through in society but speaking mm. for the specific characters themselves i've never really felt like that's black yeah black yeah, yeah. i've never really felt like that nah I, I appreciate you saying that and and i think it's really good that you said that you know highlighting the fact that you know there there's not like a monolith black woman that that we need to see in mm. every show or film you know um but i asked the question the way i did because that's the way i saw it posed by black women on Twitter, so it just got me thinking. Like, you know, because because I'm I I was a bit confused. I'll be honest, because I I I am more of your yours and Philip's opinion. In fact, in in the in the fact that there's no one do you know what I mean like way to do black. You know, because yeah. we are all just so individual and everything. But is there something that we're missing? You know, is there something essential that 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 is being left out i mean i guess you know it's kind of been said in terms of more leading roles in different types of stories would be good but i don't know man i, I honestly don't know my, my, I, I understand my... your i understand your confusion mm -hmm. like it is one of the mm -hmm. ones where you 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 now like you probably come from a position of seeing so many different black women you've seen the harmful ones i think you know what the harmful ones are mm -hmm. you've seen you've seen so many different type of black women in real life and so many different black women on screen that mm -hmm. when, um and it's not an issue but like when someone points out an issue the way that that person did about Spike Lee films, you're like, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. I thought everything was like, not calm, but like, I thought we, yeah. were, we were doing all right here, but then you yeah, realize, yeah. Like, oh, okay, maybe you're we'll not. And it's job. like, that's <laughs> why um, it, it will be good to just like listen to the black, um, what these black women have to say about yeah. these type of like issues, because we're probably not going to see it. It's probably mm. like akin to a white person saying, hold on, I thought, I thought we were very tolerant in Britain. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought we were very tolerant. It's like, now nah, you haven't seen all this stuff and you won't see it because of your disposition. So I definitely mm. understand um, your, your your confusion. One thing I um, I would add to my, what I was saying before, Sonequa Martin-Green in Star Trek Discovery is amazing. Like, oh, she's yeah. not the black woman. She's just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the main character and she kills it. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's if so anyone know her, she's Star also Trek, Ronda. I watched it anyway. Yeah, she's also Ronda <laughs> in... Um, New girl, she's she's amazing. She's fantastic. You just go around it, round it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Stacey hates us right now. <laughs> I don't have a yeah. clue. We love <laughs> but yeah, she's Martin. Martin. Interesting. Martin Green. Yeah, yeah, she's she's fantastic. Um, I don't necessarily feel like. Um, what's you say? There's anything missing? Um, I don't know. I can't speak to that. You know, I mm. can't to that maybe i need more time to dwell on the question and think of mm. like a more articulate answer 
but in terms of what I would like to see, like I think I mentioned previously, like just a bit more exciting roles for black women, like something that, like something like even like. I, I I haven't finished watching that. I've started that, but I haven't finished watching it. But I was going to say, like, um, even Black Panther, like, I enjoyed seeing, like, Letitia's role in Black Panther. I like the, the way... Oh, Letitia, right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're both in it, so... <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking Lupita straight off the gate. Look at me gaslighting. Damn it, David. No, 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 no. I hear, I hear, I hear. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, no, but you know, I did like Lupita's role, um, and it's the other woman named Diana, Diana or Dana. Yeah, Guerra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did like their roles, but I don't know. For <laughs> me, there was something about um, Letitia's role that I did enjoy seeing, and I enjoyed like. The intellectual side of her exploring that mm. role and oh, yeah, fun sure. that the character had and she just looked like it looked fun like it was like yeah black girl joy like i mean black boy joy but black girl magic then let's say like it was just it was just nice and it was uplifting and it was nice to see um so yeah a bit more of those type of characters that'd be nice i mean see. we can't sure. speak about black women in film and tv without talking about insecure hey. that's, that's and something, something I hear quite often is um, you you always have these um, a black women in roles where they don't have it all, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, okay, cool, I get that, but when was the last time you saw any character have it all? It was probably like yeah. your old Indiana Jones films. Those adventure films mm-hmm. that exist because the characters accomplish everything in their life, so they have to go and do something else. That's basically yeah. why they exist. But nowadays, it seems like the narrative that's constantly being pushed is the brokenness of the individual. We're all mm, trying to, mm. everyone's trying to do some sort of introspection introspection with all of these characters so i don't want to mm. like um what's it called reduce the rhetoric of um black women never have it all on film and tv but um i just want to say that i mean that that tends to kind of be the scope of a lot of narratives nowadays um, i don't know how problematic that view is but boy, mm. i haven't seen proud mary but i have no like why i have no idea why she goes on an adventure in the first place um, i have no idea why the film exists um, the storyline exists in the film, so I can't really speak to that. But yeah, it seems to be like, especially off the scope of Insecure, that we are very much exploring broken, broken people, which is quite the trend nowadays. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pe- people like their broken heroes and also the anti-hero. I mean, have we seen many black women as anti-heroes? Is that a narrative that we want to see? Or is that dangerous? Like, mm. do we need to see, as Phil said, do we need to see a complete, like, perfect black woman in film just to get that one out the way? Or are we allowed to show flawed, nuanced black characters? I mean, obviously, I'm of the opinion that we are, or we should be showing flawed, well-rounded black female characters. But I, I don't know. It, it, it seems like every time or this is a generalization, but it seems like sometimes when you show a black woman and then you highlight that there's a potential flaw here, that's kind of what's focused on, you know? Like, even in Scandal, like, I've seen the take from a lot of people who never watched the show, oh, isn't that just about the guy that has the affair with the president? President. You know, there's not the fact that she's the one running the show. 
is literally just the floor that she's known for, you know? Yeah. I think, to be fair, I think, like, human nature normally just really finds more excitement in focusing on the negative in situations. Mm. I feel like the positive is never really talked about for very long because there's not much you can say, but, yay, well done, congratulations. But we have fun as people, like, dissecting faults, if that mm. makes sense. And I am mm. one of those people as well myself. Like, I mm. would just in general in life I think like I tend to spend more time dissecting faults than praising because I can praise for I mean if I have to praise for a long time I can praise for a long time but there's more I can learn from faults and this is just a spin on what I was going off of but I feel like sometimes for me personally there's more that I can learn from dissecting through why things went wrong sometimes than what made them great because I can accept and I can take that on what made them great but when you figure out what made things go wrong or the faults in it sometimes it allows you to like challenge yourself to think of an alternative and that's one thing that I think people should do like if you're going to say there's something wrong like don't just say it and leave it as a statement like if there's something wrong challenge yourself and think about okay so if this was wrong or the way they they showed this character was wrong like what would you think the right ways to show her what's the alternative like what's the narrative that you would put forward then which when you were saying about um what you read about spike lee i i'm kind of intrigued as to what people were saying yeah yeah you know i agreeing with her and then they spoke about like she's gotta have it um but yeah david yeah. go on no, so I actually watched an interview. I can't remember the name of the queen that was interviewing Spike Lee, but she was one of the heads of the Me Too movement in in America. And they were talking about mm-hmm. black women in film. And then they got to talking about his films. And essentially the consensus was that he definitely had some troubling views at the start. And I was like reading up when she's going to have it. And I, I, I missed something that was pretty intense, actually. There's, in the original 1986, She's Got to Have It, there's a very dangerously explicit scene where essentially um, one of Nola Darling's lovers has his way with her without full consent, essentially. Um, and the thing in the film is like, that happens and it's kind of like, oh, this happened, we feel bad about it. But then later on they get together and she commits herself to him. But then later on she's like, actually, I'm not doing that and we're going to break up and I'm going to be my independent self. So that's kind of the journey in the film. But that very moment, even in the interview I watched, Spike Lee himself said that he regrets putting that in there because he says, and I quote, it was stupid. And that's the quote. But basically, yeah, he said that that moment was stupid. And I think that was the main part that a lot of black women had an issue with of someone getting essentially assaulted by their partner and then staying with them and all of that stuff um so i got that and then what spike said was that um essentially his view on the portrayal of black women changed in his films when he got married to his black wife um and so he he's now of the opinion that his perception of or depiction of black women in film is is much better and more accurate. And then that led to a bit of a back and forth where some people in the audience and the interviewer didn't fully agree, but he was quite- more accurate. Yeah, yeah. And then he pointed to 
the new she's got to have it saying that listen watch that's my latest project you'll see that i'm doing better and like um obviously on the twitter thread i saw that wasn't really the opinion there either now i didn't watch the second season of the show but i really did love the first season yeah uh, do do we feel like there was is there something we're missing there that was really wrong that we we overlooked? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I it, yeah yeah go ahead. <laughs> nah, you you go ahead, Phil. I'm thinking still. Okay, um, it it's a very interesting one because what we have here is a scenario where black women aren't happy about the portrayal of black women by a black man mm, mm. and it's one of those things where you're probably not going to get an accurate portrayal of black women in film until a black woman takes over the creative process why mm. lose like spearheads it like he can still direct it he can still write it but he has to have a black woman's voice in there somewhere mm. and to, to for all we know he probably did i, I don't want to be naive like um a lot of people mm. tend to be and think that if one person writes it that means one person was involved in the whole creative process if one person mm. directed, that means he was the only say, like, no, it's a collaborative process. You tend to have people on board. If you don't have people on board, then you're extremely ignorant, especially nowadays. But <laughs> yes. yeah, it's, it's, one of them, it's one of those things where it, you're probably not going to get that accurate depiction of black women if a black woman isn't involved in the process. And if a black woman is involved in the process, I would love to hear that conversation where she defends the choices that were made, if you get mm. what I'm saying. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it's interesting that you, you 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 went along those lines because um I have written down in front of me like um the fact that girlfriends was written by a black woman and um sisters is like compared to girlfriends and that was written by a black man and for me personally there's a clear difference in the way the stories are told by the characters and the issues that the characters go through and the little nuances and to be maybe maybe i'm being biased and to hell yes i am actually but <laughs> girlfriends to me just had more depth like it just as a whole described and showed black women with with so much like class i don't know like and i don't mean classes in the, the characters themselves but the way the characters came to life on the screen and that's a testament to the writing the directing and the acting but like that was so different from sisters that was written by a black man and i don't know whether maybe that's why i enjoyed girlfriends more because um the writing and girlfriends just I don't know, spoke a little bit more true to certain issues and didn't feel as forced as sisters feels. But maybe it is, maybe it's not. But I do think, yeah, I think if someone is writing about certain characters, you do need to have um, people that relate to those characters help you in the process. And I, I agree, I do think those people most likely will be involved in the writing process it's just interesting what you end up with in the end I'm just yeah. i'm always so shocked yeah so stacy with your point about like um sisters and and girlfriends i think one thing i do agree with you for sure but one thing that has to be accounted for is one sisters in my opinion 
tends to be far more dramatic because that tends to be the what's it called fashion or that's that's the way things are going nowadays you don't really have just like soundstage boom comedies and girlfriends correct me if i'm wrong was a soundstage comedy right it was a sitcom like yeah. a, com- a comedy nowadays is so different from a comedy 10 years ago and another thing that has to be accounted for is the fact that um girlfriends went eight seasons 172 episodes and that's not a joke that's 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 sick you see what i'm saying that's a massive feat so you're obviously going to have far well-rounded characters whereas sisters has only been out for a year but one thing i would say about like tyler perry is i had the same thoughts but it was only when i like watch some interviews and then obviously watch Black AF where he spoke about his um, journey on it. But like, he basically said that he's writing real women that are in his life. Stacey rolled her eyes. The way Stacey rolled her eyes, yeah, you would have a think, bruv, it just, it hurt. It cut, it cut my chest. Wait, what's that? I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to bury, you know. <laughs> Please, I beg. <laughs> and David, I think you've seen the interview as well, but he, he was like, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Written real women out in his mm-hmm. life, and his immediate community love this stuff. They eat it up. Mm-hmm. Boy, in a position like that, it's kind of hard for me to even say anything. It's like I'll, I'll probably just say silent. I'll leave it to the black women because it seems like the black women who are in his audience love it. Mm-hmm. But Stacey, please go, 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 go. I mean, I mean, I mean, um. I, I, I have I have to pick my words very carefully, <laughs> very carefully when I go down this line because my mouth can get away with itself. But um, if that's what he knows and he's writing what he knows, then I guess I can't really fault that because that's his truth and that's the reality that surrounded him. So do you, boo, do what you got to do. All I'm going to say is like, even in the first episode of Girlfriends, spoke mm-hmm. far, far greater volumes to draw me specific, specifically in than sisters. Because, like, with Girlfriends, the way they talk, they talked about issues and, like, the way they went around it. Like, I, I keep saying, like, there was just a class about it. Whilst with, like, with sisters, I feel like I get it. Like adultery and all of this dramaticness like i understand sometimes that draws people in but more time i think for sisters like you're forcing it to get a reaction whilst not being true to certain real life things that could happen or you're not focusing on subtleties that could entice the the um the audience it's like you're trying to go with like dramaticness and it's like it can only i can only take so so many dramatic situations that come about and also so many you can't put so many things in one even if it happens in someone's life like chill like chill like how can you be um, having an affair with a man and then that man's wife comes to you to get a divorce from him the man knows about it the man tells you to sabotage it and you go ahead and sabotage it then there's oh, spoilers. someone okay <laughs> all right oh. easy <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. bro like it's a lot and i'm like that's interesting to but i mean watch but if it's, it's real if it's real what are you gonna like for example all right cool i mm-hmm. i don't want to like um obviously I, I definitely want to give you a voice to like really have the, the final say on this, isn't it? 
But one thing I would say is, let's say, for example, uh, minister in training, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, David and I, obviously, we spoke about the issue of, like, couples being scared to have sex um, as, they, um, as soon as they get married because they've spent so long, of, so much of their life being told that sex is horrible and evil. So, it's like, how are you just supposed to turn that on? That's something that, like, I have definitely heard of in podcasts and it's, it's definitely a real thing. You see what I'm saying? That's what kind of made us want to do it even more. Now, if someone, a random person came to David and was just, a, not, I was going to say a random black woman, but yes, let's say a random black woman came to David and they were like, this isn't real, like it's, it's dramatic, it's OTT, like it's um, no accurate depiction of, of um, these issues, but we're getting it from a real situation. How do you go about that? Or do you just, do you ignore them and go about, and go about life as you have been doing it like Tyler Perry does? Because you know it's real and your audience knows it's real. But the thing is, yeah, I'm not even saying like the dramaticness is not real. I'm just saying it's a lot when you put it all together like that and throw it at people. Mm. I don't think you're serving up in a platter where someone can easily like take it in. I feel like it's, and that's why I use the word, the word forced because it's like, it just doesn't fit. Like the stories just aren't as smooth as they could be. And to speak about ministering training, I feel like you guys, the depiction of those those characters are more dramatic than, correct me if I'm wrong, but in, in, when, when I watch the show and when I read like certain scripts, like I understand there's an element of comedy that you have to push sometimes that does make things a bit more dramatic but mm-hmm. there's a purpose to that and if tyler perry tells me there's a purpose to that and i'm just not catching it and it just doesn't make sense to me i will put my hands up and i'll be fine with it but i will mm. stay in my opinion I'll, and i'll stay true to the voice that i have when watching um black female characters depicted um in shows and say like that just don't hit the same. It just don't slap for me personally. But like you yeah. said, there's an audience for it and there's an audience yeah. for his way of characterizing people and putting people on screen that works for him. So do you, bro? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It's just not for me. <laughs> I, I could say something that, um, like the conversations that David and I have sometimes, we, we constantly want to make sure we're getting better at doing this. So sometimes we will see a tweet and we'll send it to each other and just be like, yeah, we've got to add that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like most recently, it was um, headscarf. we just we got to have a character wearing a headscarf and it's not weird and it's not the joke. It's not like, why are yeah. you wearing this helmet on your head? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just normalised, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so that's something that we're definitely trying to get better at. And obviously having conversations with obviously people like yourself, Stacey, and other black women in our lives to make sure that we're not writing out of ignorance. Because mm. like I can say for, for myself, a lot of what I knew about women was from TV and film, and it was all written by men. So mm-hmm. I had to unlearn a lot of stuff and then make sure I have women in my life who have important opinions and that I care about. But, um, mm. yeah. Yeah, nah, I hear that, I hear that, and I appreciate that. You guys, I do think you guys do well in including the women in your life, speaking for myself anyway. Um, you do ask opinions and you do try to, like, like see whether the characters you've written are true to um certain life that women go through even though you know sometimes i'll be like guys i don't get it like i just be like <laughs> i just don't get it sometimes 
but I respect it still. I respect it. Everyone has their own process and everyone goes through their own journey. And I cannot be the one to tell someone how to tell their story. And I think that's one thing that's really interesting, just seeing all of these different writers, different directors, like tell their stories for us to kind of, yeah, dissect. And um, mm. I know I wanted to talk about um, Michaela Cole and um, her new TV show. I may destroy you. Honestly, a warrior indeed. Cause at first, yeah, when I when I w watched it, it was I used it as background and I wasn't paying attention to it. So it kind of just like I slept to it, and then um, I watched it again because I heard Bear chat about it, and I was like, okay, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. And I watched it again, and I was like, there is something about this show that doesn't it doesn't feel as British as it is if that makes sense interesting you know sometimes i watch stuff and i'm like this feels very british like it, like mm -hmm. um let's say um what is it uh what's the comedy in between us it feels very british like mm -hmm. it feels like british television even though i do generally enjoy british television as well i do genuinely like it but there was something about i made destroy you that seems like it could literally be from anywhere and i was like that's i like that i really like that where i don't necessarily focus too much on where it's set and really just get lost in the story that's being told and learn from the actual story and the message that she's trying to get through and yeah what do you guys think of it though i think um it's definitely interesting that you say that because I, I agree with you and i was thinking why why is that the case why do i look at this and think oh that's not very british is it because like despite the fact that i've seen the locations and i recognize some of those places and i hear the music and a lot of it is uk based you know a lot of little sims and all that it's like and obviously they spend time in was it italy um they spend time in italy for like some episodes yeah. as well and flashbacks it i think it's just because of how daring it is and how challenging it is and mm. it, it really does like try new things that british tv may not be like used to like British TV tends to be insert the dick joke here or let's <laughs> have a joke about tea or let's, you see what I'm saying? Like it tends to be the, mm -hmm. the, the same thing, but this is something that's just like a slap around the face and it's like, hey, you better wake up. This stuff is happening. It's real. Mm -hmm. And it's, just, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's mad. Like when I told David, I was just like, fam, if you're going to watch this, just be prepared. You know what I mean? Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, David. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic show, man. Um, it's it's so relevant. It's so it feels very real, you know. Like I I've been like it, it's so it's so reminiscent of ideas that I've been trying to get together because I've been wanting to show like what millennial dating looks like in like almost every single one of my ideas, whether it's a rom com idea, a sitcom idea. I want to explore that. And this is like a show that is doing it so well that I'm like, I don't even want to do it anymore, you know, because <laughs> it's done, they got it. But no, honestly, but but then like looking deeper, it, it was just so beautiful to watch and inspiring to see. And then like the fact that I was like looking at the black actors on it and I was recognized, I was like, oh, Ruche Opia, oh my gosh, Emil Amin, oh my gosh, like I, I was able to like, pinpoint people and then I was like oh man Stacey would do that well oh imagine peace and something like this like 
that just started going through my head and then I was like okay no I'm definitely still gonna write my thing because we need more of this you know yeah yeah more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 you know what I think is really interesting about the show as well like and this may seem like it's a bit of a, par- a paradox but like I feel like the little nuances in it and the little like situations that come up are the most enjoyable ones because it's so uncomfortable i don't know how they make you so uncomfortable but it's so needed i feel Mm. like whenever i feel uncomfortable watching that show it really makes me think stacy why are you uncomfortable like makes me question everything about like the way i feel in that specific moment and i think there's a truth to an to feeling uncomfortable and normally there's a truth that I don't want to recognize or I don't want to live in for too long when I feel uncomfortable and that's why I feel uncomfortable which means I need to open my eyes more to what's happening then and learn from what's happening like literally like oh I, I'm gonna throw a spoiler in here guys just a heads up if you don't want to hear but well, it's not like a big spoiler but just a spoiler have you guys watched <laughs> everything yeah yeah I'm you guys yeah okay Spoiler when alert. I tell you, yeah, just a spoiler. Um, that blood clot scene. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. And no. Yeah. 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 I was, I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> was, is he gonna touch it? Is it? Oh my god! What are you doing? I was like, what's happening? What? Why are you doing this on scene? Like, what is? <laughs> I was so confused, and then I was like, this is kind of what happens as well. Like. It yeah, she did make sure the heavy bleeder, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I was kind of hoping that it. they, like, I was kind of hoping, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Educational moment. Cool. Sick. Then I was kind of hoping that they wouldn't have sex afterwards because I feel like that would have, like, really taken away from that moment. Mm-hmm. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing these things, like, because maybe for a lot of people, like, because... When, okay, you have something like porn and then porn is like a billion dollar industry and you know that you can't meet a human being on the face of this earth, maybe a couple monks and them man in it, but that hasn't seen porn. So everyone has this perception of what sex could be like before they've had sex. Or even like in films sometimes, everything seems mad like either overly romantic or proper like kind of weirdly rough where they're like slamming into walls as they're going in, into the house and they're like proper ripping each other's clothes off and sometimes like it's just it's just not that you know what i'm saying and then you have this year where it's like to all those men who genuinely thought women don't bleed or don't have blood clots it's like i right, ha, ha, there you go they're actually humans like i don't know what you thought it was. <laughs> i don't think i don't know if you thought you're having sex with a doll or anything but this is a human being here, you know what i'm saying i'm glad that they showed that on screen i'm glad they showed the blood clot oh my days <laughs> I wasn't expecting I'm so it. Glad. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I said what? That's so good. Wow. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed well, yeah, it. This, I enjoyed this it. seems to be um quite an interesting. Depi- like, is it? Is this a? Would you say this is a portrayal of black women, or is this just a story that some that someone's trying to tell here? David, I, I think. think it's both. I think. Oh God, Stacy. No, please, Stacy. No, 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 David. No, I'm Take it. Go, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. No, I have nothing to say. <laughs> well, I, I heard you say you think it's both, and, and I agree. I feel like that that is ultimately where 
by God's grace, the focus is getting to, because I know that obviously myself and Philip, we are a writing duo, we're both black men, and we both hope to have careers in this industry, but we don't want to stop that from getting black women telling their stories in the industry, if you get what I mean. And like, Michaela Cole wrote this, she's the one behind this, which is why it's so authentic. You know, Issa Rae of Insecure, she wrote it, she's behind it, that's why it's so authentic. I think the onus is on getting them, the black women, in the room. You know, that that's that's kind of where the, the key is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's the vibe. Just love it. How to do that was still figuring out, but for now, this has been a great episode of Make It Make Sense. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, we're just starting the conversation on this because I'm sure there's just way more layers to go into, especially the how to get black women in the room. Uh, we're still not really in the room just yet, but by God's grace, when we get there, we'll have better answers. So, for we're now, on way. we're on our way. Uh, Stacey, Amen. please sign out for the mandem. I mean, I can't sign up for you guys, but I can sign out for myself, guys. It's been actually I, I was saying such Mandem a beautiful like general, conversation. You know, oh, man, them. Okay. Yeah, like that. You know, the, the people inclusive. there. That's better. Yeah. That's that's way more inclusive. That feels more on brand. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to now meet my mic. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm going to sign out for, uh, yeah, for all of us then. It's been great um, having this conversation. I've loved every single second of it. It's good to be back to see your faces. And hopefully we'll mm -hmm. see you guys very soon.